Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe tribe. Hey, true vibe tribe. Today's episode, we dug deep. Our incredible guest, Jennifer, she shared a lot of the trauma that she's gone through and how she's worked through it, how she's used energy to heal through it, and how it has impacted her love for herself, her confidence. And the people that she helps, we really dove deep into this. And this is for you if you feel like you want to connect to yourself on a deeper level. If you're working towards being more confident, you're working towards loving more of who you are. Uh, Jen shared some incredible tips and it was really a beautiful episode. So a little bit about Jen. Jennifer is a certified Reiki level two practitioner doing distance healings and in-person sessions specializing in relaxation, releasing negative energy, healing from past trauma, chakra balancing, and improving mental health and overall well-being. What makes her services stand out is that she not only does Reiki and chakra balancing, she follows up with spiritual wellness coaching. She goes over what her guides and intuition tells her what chakras are blocked, and ends with a helpful personalized tips to realign, rebalance, and assist bringing in more peace, self-love, harmony into each of her clients' lives. Her other love is marketing, specializing in holistic wellness, fitness, yoga, essential oils, Reiki healing energy, metaphysics, crystals, and health. This is ideal. This ideal shops in boutiques and studios looking to promote their products and services. She has a degree in design and merchandising with a background in business and marketing. Her story is so beautiful, and I really am excited for you to be a part of this conversation with us, and we're going to jump right in. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. I am here with a guest today, Jen. I'm so excited for this episode. How are you, Jen? Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here. And uh, I'm just really connected to your energy. So I know people listening to this are really going to get a lot out of this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So if you could just tell us who, who you are, what you do, what you do, all the things. Absolutely. So uh, again, my name is Jen or Jennifer with Zen Jen Holistic. I'm a Reiki practitioner, a wellness coach and a self-love coach. Um, And I also like to promote like wellness products and products I think my clients would really, really benefit from like essential oils and things like that. Um, I primarily focus on um, overcoming trauma, breaking through negative blockages that may leave people feeling stuck um, and like helping to build up confidence and removing negative energy, um, things like that. Wow. Oh my gosh. All the things. Those are so powerful, (laughs) especially um, you use the word stuck. And then also like what jumped out right after was the word confidence. Can you talk about if someone in their life right now is feeling stuck and maybe wherever it is in their life, whether it's in a relationship, a job, but where can they get to the other side of, if that other side is, is being more confident? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I want you to take a look deep inside and realize that you are absolutely worthy and that um, you are able to overcome anything. Um, the things that happen in your path happen to you for a reason. And you oftentimes come out even stronger. Um, so if you are like having trouble trying to get through a stuck moment, um, I absolutely love journaling. I think journaling and writing out your feelings is wonderful. Um, if you are like, if you have like some type of anger or, you know, you just want to get out some of your feelings, I recommend writing a letter to, you know, whatever is bothering you, whether it be a person or, um, a thing. And then after you're done, don't reread it. Cause you don't want to absorb all that energy that you just released. Like either you could rip it up into a tiny, like tiny little pieces and use that energy, like ripping it up and be like, okay, I'm done with this no more, or you can burn it, but obviously make sure you're burning it in a safe place. Like if you're going to do it in your sink, make sure, you know, you have some water to extinguish any flames <laughs> happening. You don't want to like burn it on your carpet or anything. So, um, that's one technique I really, really love. Another thing you could do is to meditate and just really find stillness, um, sit down for like a few minutes. And I would start with, with a few minutes every day and then, you know, try to work your way up and do more, um, and just meditate, sit with it. What's bothering me? Why do I feel stuck? How can I get to the other side? And when you sit down and really, really just stillness and quietness, your intuition will answer you. And I know a lot of times people are like, oh no, you know, when I'm listening to my intuition, it's just me talking. No, I mean, if you sit down and you actually listen, all of the answer and the wisdom is within inside of you. So those are like my two favorite kind of techniques to kind of help um, remove some of that blocked, like stuck energy. Um, and if um, you need help building up your confidence, um, I was literally just talking about this the other day is to create a list of everything that you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can create separate lists, like everything I like about myself or everything I want to improve. But first I want you to narrow down on everything that you love about yourself. And then you can also write a, another list of everything that you've accomplished, no matter how small they are. And then you'll realize like, oh my gosh, I have done all of this. Like I'm pretty badass, So that would help with the uh, confidence aspect. And then also if you're kind of going through like a lull moment, that would really help you like, okay, if I can do this, this, and this, then I can do this as well. Mm, wow. That's so powerful. It's, it's really empowering to hear you say we have all the answers within ourselves. <laughs> so it's like, anytime you feel stuck, just remembering to go within, as you said, mentioned meditation. And I love that you shared uh, writing down uh, like writing it down and then, and burning it because <laughs> today's actually the full moon. And now I haven't yeah. done a ritual like that in a while. I was like, I'm going to write down what I want to release and burn it. So I love mm -hmm. that you said that. Yeah. And it's not just for a full moon. You could do this one ever. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I know because I technically, if I don't do it today and I was like, I'll get to it tomorrow. And it's going to be late past the full moon, but this is just very validating. So if you're listening, <laughs> you could do this in any moment. It's absolutely it's really beautiful to hear you say that. Uh, I'm curious on the, you mentioned trauma, the trauma aspect. Is there something in your life that happened that you had to go through to be able to guide you to help people who have, who go through confidence or who go through confidence issues and, but, but have the, tr that the traumas impacted their life. 
how much time do you have? (laughs) Um, I mean, my whole story is overcome about overcoming trauma. So that's why I feel so passionate about it. So I can kind of start back, you know, in the beginning and just, I'll try to go as quickly as possible. Um, I I've always been an empath. So I've always like felt energy and I've always been really weird around like certain people. And obviously when you're young, you don't really understand that you're just kind of like, Oh, why am I so shy or introverted? Um, and then, so I kind of like always been really in tune to my emotions. Um, so when I was 11, my father passed away unexpectedly and I witnessed his lifeless body and like number one, whoa, at 11 years old, whoa, at or any age, my goodness. So I was traumatized and I, I was paralyzed. Actually, I could not move. Like I like, and then I, you know, years later, I'm like, oh, I should have done something. What could I have done? Like you, we all often blame ourselves like, oh, I should have done something. But in that moment, there is nothing for you to do. Like I couldn't have done anything. I'm 11 years old and he was already gone. Like I, you know, so I experienced that. And then, um, me and my brother, who was two years younger than me. So he was nine. We, uh, my mother couldn't take care of us. So we were sent living with multiple people's, um, multiple people's homes, um, And then with my father's family in the summers in Cleveland, Ohio for three months out of the year. So we lived in like so many different homes um, and they were all family, but only half of the family showed us unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And the other half were physically and mentally abusive. And they um, they often made jokes at our expense and they talked about us inappropriately um, that you shouldn't be talking about, especially at any age, you shouldn't be sexualizing kids, but you shouldn't talk about, you know, the female body at any age. So we experienced that. So I had abandonment issues. I had depression. I had anger. Like, why did my dad leave? Like, you know, and I was like blaming him. So it's like, I'm starting to play the blame game. I blamed me. I blamed him. I blamed, you know, everyone else. So I had all of that happening. And then when I got a little older, I was still underage, I became a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. For those of you who don't know what a Make-A-Wish Foundation is, it's those are kids with terminally ill um, things that will usually, most of the kids unfortunately pass away from. So whether it be cancer or something like that. Um, so I had something like it was similar to leukemia. I was treated in the cancer center, but it was a blood disorder where my blood wouldn't clot. So I was at such a low um, platelet um, percentage that like, if I were to get cut, I could bleed out. So like I, you know, was hospitalized. I was, you know, it it was just, it was a whole craziness, you know? So I've been through all of that. And then of course my worthiness, I was like, well, I'm not worthy of love because of the abandonment issues. I, you know, and I was severely depressed because, you know, obviously I'm on death's door. Um, but I was like, I need to find a way to overcome this. So it then led to, you know, cause I'm from South Florida, I'm from Miami. I led me to drinking and partying and living that life. So then after that, I, like, I got into my mid twenties and I'm like, no more, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's when I decided to really get myself help. Like, and, and one of the things that really saved my life was, um, doing, working with a Reiki practitioner and, um, a coach who really helped kind of pull me up. Um, and then I did a lot of like in, internal work. Like I use a lot of essential oils, a lot of journaling, a lot of crystals and things like that. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping people with trauma, because I have seen so many different sides of trauma and, um, I know not everybody's story looks the same and they're all different, 
But I know that if I can pull myself out of, you know, being on death's door, witnessing death itself, being um, abused physically and mentally, and then, you know, all the other stuff, I know that I can help other people overcome those battles too. Wow. Wow. Sorry. I try to not make that so long, but you know, (laughs) that was chapter one. (laughs) Yeah, that was chapter one. And that's beautiful because it just, it's, you're just such a light. And I'm sure everybody listening can feel that because the way that you shared that all that you've gone through and to be able to talk about it and do the work that you do now to help people on such a deep level, uh, is really beautiful to, to hear you share. Um, I'm curious for people listening, uh, can you expand on abandonment issues? Like what that essentially that means and how does that impact us? Because I know some people listening might be, have, maybe I've heard that term or maybe you're like, what, what does that mean? And, and, and am I somehow uh, impacted from abandonment issues? So could you expand on that? Yeah. So usually abandonment, and I'm saying usually because it doesn't always stem at an early age, but usually abandonment stems at an earlier age and it's formed in our root chakra. Now our root chakra is the first chakra that is formed and developed as we're growing up. So it's formed at an early stage. So it's usually when a parental figure kind of walks out on you. Like, so maybe one of your parents decided to leave and then they they didn't come back or one of your parents passed away or um, your parents got, even if your parents got a divorce and you're kind of like living two separate lives. So those can kind of lead to abandonment issues where you're left feeling like, why did you leave me? What did I do wrong? Like, why, like, what, what's wrong with me? Why can't you stay? Like, why don't you love me? So it kind of like, like leads you down like this rabbit hole of all these different types of questions that you ask yourself um, and you're left feeling alone. You're left feeling, you know, abandoned. That's why they call it abandonment issues. Did that help answer that question? Yeah, a hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head. And I'm curious, like, how did that impact you or with your clients? How do you see that, that impacts their confidence? Oh my gosh. Well, when you feel, if you have abandonment issues or if you have been abandoned or you have, you feel abandoned or maybe like your partner like walked out on you or something, um, you will feel a low self-worth. You're going to be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Number one, you're going to blame yourself. You're going to be like, what, I mean, there's something wrong with me. If they, this person left me, there's something wrong with me. My self-worth is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy of them loving me. I'm not worthy of them coming back. I'm not worthy of having another partner come back into my life. And that can also trickle down into other areas of your life. So with that, you're like, okay, well, if I'm not worthy of this, then I'm not worthy of being successful in business. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of having um, a family of my own and things like that. So, I mean, it just kind of like trickles down. So um, when working through those abandonment issues, I always want to make it super clear to whoever I'm working with that you are not the problem. And it's not to say the other person's a problem. This is a, this is just a situation that happened to you that we're meant to overcome. Um, and you're absolutely worthy and you do not need anybody else to make you feel complete. It's about diving deep down inside and finding out what do I love about myself? Why am I so freaking awesome? Um, and then just really falling in love with yourself. So it's sometimes that lesson is, um, taught to us so we can learn how to be alone and to fall in love with ourselves first. Mm. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. It's like, we all have to go through that so we can fall in love with ourselves. And for someone listening, how can they, like, I know just immediately, like even me, myself hearing that fall in love with yourself first, it's like, it seems a little scary sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that that's kind of what comes up for your clients? Is it this like oh year? Gosh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's not always butterflies and rainbows and kittens and unicorns. It's raw and messy. And I kind of refer to it as a roller coaster um, where you're just like, okay, this is going to be fun. I'm going to start doing like the spa days at home, which are really great, but there's also deeper work that you kind of need to do. So it, it, some people are scared. They're like, I don't want to write my story out and, you know, find out what happened and like why this, this and that happened. Like people don't want to dive deep and relive the trauma or relive those wounds that they put a bandaid over. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't heal. They just put a bandaid over. So I do find that it's a little touchy at times, but at the end of all of that, where you're just, where those things no longer trigger you, it's, it's just amazing, but it's just about taking one step at a time. Um, and you don't really have to, you don't have to like dig out at the the wounds to make it feel so painful. It's just about doing it in bite sizes where you're like, okay, I can handle this part right now. So where do I need to dive in deeper and release what no longer serves me? So it's just about taking step at it on one step at a time. And I know it's a little scary at first, but it is so worth it. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I would love to talk about how, how, like, how worth it it is. And I know you mentioned you're a Reiki practitioner and I know you mentioned Mm -hmm. Reiki really helped you, uh, become like work through and heal a lot of the trauma that you've gone through. So can you, uh, talk about how, and, and what was on the other side of that as you were healing and working? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would go through, I couldn't go through a week without feeling depressed like from pretty much a young age to my mid twenties. Um, and I mean, I know I even like, I was even going to church and talking to my pastor and I would feel good for a few days, but I just wasn't, I didn't feel good the whole week. And I was like, there's something that's got to shift here. So with working with Reiki, even after the first session, I felt good for a full week. Like I felt like a weight kind of had been lifted because we were digging down and releasing some of those blockages that I had. Like I had, you know, blockages around abandonment and blockages, you know, I wanted to keep myself in this depressed state because that's the only state I knew. Um, So working with that and releasing those blockages, you know, it took, you know, obviously it takes a few sessions to really see a dramatic difference. But I mean, after I was done working with her. I wasn't even done working with her, but I was like, I want to learn how to continue to heal myself. Um, and that's when I got my Reiki, my first Reiki certification, I was already at such a level where I was happy most of the year. So, I mean, this process probably took me, how long did I go? Maybe like six months to a year, like somewhere between that range. And I wasn't going every week. I was going like every other week. But then after that, I really wanted to just kind of continue to heal myself for any little thing that popped up. But I mean, all the way until there, like after I got my certifications, like I was in such a great place after the first one, I was like, there's no way 
that I cannot share this amazing energy and this amazing healing transformation. Like I, I have to share it with other people. There's no way that I can't share it. So that's when I got my second certification. And then it like, I very rarely, and, and this has been over the course of years, but I very rarely get upset or depressed. I don't really have anxiety. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm human, like things happen. And sometimes I'm like, get a little anxious and, you know, being a woman, we have to deal with hormones, which is so much fun. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, now, I mean, I'm in such a great space. I'm in a great relationship and I, I'm not pushing my partner away because of, of the fear of abandonment. I'm not worried about him wanting his space and me wanting my space because I'm, you know, an introvert at heart and I really love my own space. And I'm not worried about how the future is going to like fall into place because I already know that it will. I have that trust and I have that like excitement and that love. And I'm so, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe where I was and where I am now. And I know that Reiki and other healing um, modalities and other like therapies are really beneficial, especially for anybody going through something like this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm curious too as you were sharing that this question was like jumping in my head was because I know you mentioned uh, a little bit ago about how some people maybe are afraid to dive deep and really and and heal that the deep stuff when you were um, going to the Reiki practitioner really working through your depression and all the things coming up and I love that you said you took a couple sessions. Cause it, that's how it is. It's like, we go yeah. one and it feels good, but it's, it's a, it's a journey. You have to continue. Absolutely. This, I call it a spiritual journey, but you can call it whatever you like. I that's, I, it is a journey though. Yeah. Um, when you were going, like, was there something that came up for you along your Reiki journey of healing and then becoming a Reiki practitioner that you were maybe a little bit shocked about? I, I just, I know for me personally, it was when I started to really get back into Reiki, my, my mentor was like, you need to learn how to love yourself. I'm like, what What are you talking about? And like, she's like, trust, like you are so, oh my gosh, like you won't let go of anything. And like, what are you talking about? And then now that it was in my awareness, I started to receive signs. So was there anything for you that maybe up until that point, you would have had no idea until you started to receive healing and the energy? Yeah. And it's funny. It's very similar to your experience. This, uh, the self-love, um, I'm just going to give you a tiny backstory. I am Hispanic and a lot of Hispanic cultures where we don't really talk about our problems. Like it's just kind of like null and void, like mom's the word, like we keep it like just within our family, but therapy is not like, well, growing up, it wasn't a thing for us. Like that was not something that was just like, Oh, go to therapy. They're just kind of like, uh, no, we don't do that. So, um, I like, I, always thought that, you know, I was independent, you know, which I, I was, and I am. Um, but I always thought I was like, Oh, I'm independent. That means, you know, I can take care of myself. It's deeper than that. Like, like, just like you, she was pinpointing, like, you need to show yourself more love. And I'm like, I do love myself. I mean, I, I got this, you know, I have a roof over my head, you know, I bought my house. I got this, I got that. And she was like, no, it's, it's more than that. It's internal because at that time, you know, I wanted to be in a relationship. And I know uh, a lot of girls and women, we go through those stages where we're like, I want a boyfriend. And like, I was going through that, but I could not have the capability of loving someone else if I didn't fully love who I was. Um, so that was like a little sticky because I was kind of like, 
I thought I was showing myself love. And she was like, no, it's what we need to do is we need to dive in deeper. And I need you to realize that you are complete without anyone else. So like, that's when I had to take even more time to myself and I had to be comfortable with being alone. Um, so that was a really big eye opener because a lot of the times, like, you know, we don't want to be alone. And I think that's the thing about having self-love is being comfortable with that, like being comfortable, being alone, like the silence is not going to kill you. Meditation is not going to kill you. Diving deep inside of you is not going to kill you. It's, you know, just finding a way to kind of come out of that and being comfortable with being alone. Mm, That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely, I love that. It's a big part of, of being comfortable, being alone. And when you were able to, to really have that, like maybe drop some walls and say, Oh, I do need to love myself a little bit more than I thought I did. Yeah. <laughs> I say a little bit more because it usually is always a little bit more and then a little bit more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, and it's always a cycle. Cause it's like, to me, I say it's a muscle. We're growing that muscle. Mm-hmm. How did that change from where you were then to where you are now? Well, I mean, now I am in a really great relationship, um, where, because before, like in all my relationships, I'm very, I, I have my walls up. So it took them a while to kind of see the true soft side of me because I'm, I could be very fierce. I'm very independent. I'm like, I don't need no one. I got myself. Like I could be bad all by myself, but I needed to let down those walls. Like you mentioned walls. I needed to let down those walls and be like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, especially when getting to know someone, it's okay to be vulnerable with your friends and family. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it's important to have a good judge of character. You don't want to be vulnerable with everyone. Um, but yeah, just letting down those walls a little bit is, was really, really helpful. Um, and then, I mean, it's, it's crazy because once I was able to do that, like, I mean, I've had relationships since, you know, obviously going through all of that, but I think it took me until, I mean, believe it or not, it took me until I was 30 years old to really be able to be like, I put my walls down, love, you can love me for me, um, instead of trying to people please. Cause I know we always often try to do that. Like love me for me. I, I, yeah, maybe a little raw, maybe a little messy around the edges. Um, but this is me and I'm unapologetically me. So I was able to put down those walls and show up and be vulnerable and be like, Hey, this is me, but I'm willing to let you in if you're willing to let me in for who I am. So -hmm. I thought that was a really important kind of like way to go about it because a lot of times people were intimidated by me. Um, and I, I don't know why I'm very fun and I'm like goofy. Um, but I also think that when people are trying to get to know me, I'm very guarded and I had my walls up now. I'm, I am not so much in, even in business. I'm not so much either. Like when I, you know, meet new people or network, like I'm okay to be vulnerable. And I think that kind of leads to different aspects in your life, whether it be like relationship business with family and friends, or just even meeting strangers out in public. Mm, Yeah, that's powerful. And for someone who's listening and, and they're like, I know I got walls. I think sometimes <laughs> like we pride on ourselves on how big and strong our walls are. At least I know I have, and I <laughs> somewhat still do, right? We're always peeling back the onion, breaking down the walls. Uh, so for someone listening, who's like, I know I yeah. have, 
what would be some ways that they can start to break down, break down the walls, brick by brick? <laughs> um, well, you could start by sharing one piece of yourself with someone else and then starting to do that like you know every other day or every day when you're you know you're comfortable like sharing one part about yourself so like if you're in a new relationship or if you just meet a new friend like oh you know when I was younger you know like um I went to go do this or something something that you wouldn't normally share with everyone um so just starting to kind of open yourself up a little bit more um that's like one of my my key takeaways for that mm. Yeah, that's powerful. And it's, it kind of goes into what you said about, you know, I'm willing to break down some of my walls uh, for you to love me, but you have to love me for me. Mm -hmm. Can you expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. So when someone is, you know, like when you're, you're meeting someone, we always want to put our best face forward. Mm -hmm. Um, usually, and I mean, that always happens like what, you know, whether you're meeting a business associate, a new colleague, whatever it may be, you always want to put your best face forward. Um, but as you slowly get to know someone, then it's really important to kind of show a little bit of vulnerability, vulnerability when you're, you know, meeting those people. Um, I'm sorry. What was the, the ask me again, what the question was? Yeah, it was more of expanding on, uh, sharing this, like sharing your true side of you, your, your true love to somebody else. And, and I guess I want to dive into like, how take like, if say they don't, you know, there's, you say you're like, I want to open up my walls and share who I am, but it's like, well, what if they don't accept me? Um, so if you could on either of those. Well, you're never, you're never going to know unless you try it. Mm -hmm. Um, and somebody that doesn't accept you for who you are is not meant to be on your path. Then, um, keep in mind, every person that we meet is not always meant to come along on the journey from start to finish. Sometimes people just pop in here and there, and those are just meant to kind of teach you a lesson. So, I mean, I know it's hard to be vulnerable with new people, but, um, again, when you're showing your, your true face and who you really are, you can give them bite sizes, um, of who you are. So that way they, they are like not diving in head first where you're going like, okay, so I want to give you my whole life story. in like one sitting, they're like, Whoa, information overload, just give them bite-sized pieces to open yourself up. So they're like, you know, day by day, they're falling more and more in love with you. And it, I mean, this could be platonic or, um, or not, just give them bite-sized pieces so that way they can see you for who you really are and share what you're most comfortable with. And then by the time that you guys are in um, a different space, you can start sharing even like deeper things with them. By then they're pretty much already going to be in love with you. <laughs> but I want people to know that if somebody is not accepting of who you are, then they are not necessarily meant to be on your path and they're not meant to be in your life. And I know, I mean, sometimes our parents are like, I don't appreciate that you do this or whatever, but at the end of the day, they, most of the time they love you anyways. Um, and it's just about being your true self because you're not going to know who you're meant to be with or who's meant to be on your path until you open yourself up until, you know, you get, you show the world who you really are. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh. And for someone who, so say if you're listening and you're in a relationship or you want to 
dive, you want to dive deeper in, in that, in your personal relationship with your partner, or if you're not in a relationship and you want to dive uh, deeper with the relationships that they have in their lives. So maybe a friend, mm-hmm. parent, uh, or if they're getting to know someone, where would be a good place to start to even more so break down those walls and, and share this new version that maybe that they haven't even seen. So I know mm-hmm. like sometimes it's difficult to say like, oh, hey, this is me now when you and, and you're around, <laughs> you're like, what? No, it's not. I've known you your whole life. And you're like, yeah, this is actually me. This is who I've been my yeah. entire life, but I've been hiding it. So where could somebody start to really show who they are? Um, well, you could always start small. So it doesn't look like you literally became a different person overnight. Um, I mean, start by like going places that you really want to go to like, Hey, I would really love if we went here. Cause I mean, maybe your friends always make the the decision like, Hey, like, let's go to the bar. And like, you're like, all right, I'm going to make the plans next time. And then you want to go to a coffee shop or something. And so that way they say, Hey, this is, you know, something very different than what we're used to. Um, and then just kind of starting small and then it's like, oh my gosh, I wanted to tell you about this. And then you could kind of start giving them bite-sized pieces. Mm, I love that. <laughs> that really helps me because I'm like all <laughs> or nothing. Like one day I could be a completely different person. They're like, wait, what? So, but yeah, <laughs> people, but I noticed it doesn't, it lacks trust. Like it lacks trust with my, my parents, the people closest to me. They're like, if you could be like a totally different person, then it is parts of me, but I'm like, here you go. It's like that trust. So could you talk about that of uh, really trusting yourself, having, having enough love to trust yourself and other people? How does that, how does that come in? <laughs> um, it's definitely about dedicating a lot of time to yourself and kind of d- diving in deep, like who, who am I really? Because there's always different faces that we show, like what we show our, like our, our true face, which is like us alone. And we show what we, um, other people and and things like that. So I think it's really important meditate on like, okay, who am I really deep down to my core and where are you lacking in life? Like what, you know, like, what do I need more out of my life? Like I'm a very lovable person. Where can I get more love into my life? you could always just communicate with that. And it's not like doing a full like spin around where you're like, Oh my God, this person is literally demanding X, Y, and Z. And they're like, Oh my God, where'd this person come from? It's like saying, Hey, you know, it'd be really great is, um, if, you know, like we went and did this, which, you know, like I really love, you know, going to art galleries or something just about expanding more of what you're passionate about and then doing it that way. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I love that. It's like, if you're starting to, if maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I'll use my, it's funny. I was going to use the example of crystals and my eyes just went right over to my crystals. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe you're listening to this and you're like starting to like, it always starts with the crystals, right? When you get into spirituality. So funny. Yeah. I went, I started going to metaphysical shops and I think crystals were like my first stop. I'm like, Ooh, these are pretty. (laughs) So it's like, I would, I'm from here share my takeaway is like, okay. So maybe for someone listening, they're starting to go to the metaphysical shops and um, they want to show their partner or friends, their crystals and talk about it. And they're excited. And it's, it's almost like just slowly doing that. And, and I feel like inviting in that excitement too, of like, Oh, because when you're happy yeah. and excited about something, 
the people who truly love you will be happy and excited about it too. Exactly. <laughs> Where I know in the past, like in the past versions of Mary, like she would just come in with all oh, crystals, like this is me. And people <laughs> were like, what? Like what? It's like total transition. So I love that you hearing you share, like slowly engage with what you're passionate about. Um, that's super helpful. Now for everyone listening, who is really just loving your energy and is really like, this has been a beautiful, like just deep soul expansive episode, really. Uh, how can they work with you, find you, connect with you, all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So you can always find me on Instagram at Zen Jen holistic. So it's Z E N Jen with two N's J E N N H O L I S T I C. I had to like spell it out. I'm like, did I spell it right? <laughs> um, and then on there is going to be like my, my link in bio is my website with all my links. Um, I do monthly events. Uh, you could work with me one-on-one virtually or in person if you're local to the Jacksonville area. Um, and I do offer self-love coaching if you're just looking to build up that confidence or learning to um, have boundaries or learning to say no, because that's a really big, important um, part of self-love because we tend to be people pleasers. Um, or if you need, um, Reiki to kind of release some of those blockages, um, like around, you know, your self-worth or your self-love. Um, I offer that as well. And that kind of follows up with the wellness coaching, kind of going over what my intuition, um, is telling me and what chakras are blocked and my recommendations to kind of help overcome some of those blockages. So um, I not only, you know, work with you right then and there, I give you things to take away for you to work on when we're not together until our next session. Mm, I love that. Oh, that is so powerful. And uh, the last, and I'll make sure all that's linked in the show notes too. So if you're listening, oh, thank you. go in the show notes, give her a follow on Instagram and, and let us know your takeaways, tag us and, and maybe share how you're working on your self-love journey or how you're trying to become more confident for yourself. Uh, we would love to, to see that. And the final question I'll ask you, uh, which I ask everyone, we are the living your true vibe podcast. So you are so familiar with energy. <laughs> um, and so this is all about true vibe is all about the energy you truly embody yourself and the energy you want to share with others. So for you, Jen, what is your true vibe? Um, I am very, oh, that's so funny. I, it's like, I have to really think like I, I have to do like a meditation moment, like dig deep down. Who am I really? What is my real true vibe? Um, I am a natural helper. Like I really just want to help people that are either dealing with a hard time or just trying to break through blockages um, and really just want to love themselves unapologetically. I think that's what my vibe is. My color, actually, my like my vibe, my aura color is like um, an orange and a red um, orange just so happens to be my favorite color, but that's kind of my, you know, so it's a very vibrant and excited energy. Um, so yeah, I think that. Oh, I love that. I love that you gave a color too. No one's ever given a color. And it's so funny you said red because that's literally what I see off of your aura is. No way. I love it. Red, but oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I love, I love both of those answers. And I love that you're like, let me actually like really dive into this, feel into my energy. Yeah. <laughs> 
such an energy person. <laughs> Amazing. Well, this was so good. And really, thank you so much for being on and, and all the work that you do. It's, it's truly is life-changing. And, and I feel like we really don't realize it until we start doing the work. Yeah. Um, so, okay. A question's coming through. I was going to end, but a question. Oh my gosh, please ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> the, my guides were like, ask this question. So somebody who's like maybe on the fence of like, well, do I really need this energy work or healing? Like, what would you tell them? Um, well, I always think everyone can benefit from something, um, that's going to help better their lives. And it may not be working with me. It may be, you know, like you go to therapy and you talk it out. Um, but I think that if people are on the fence about it, give it a shot or even just call, you know, set up a consultation or, you know, DM, you know, me or whoever you're interested in working with and and get more information because anybody that is willing to give you all the information that you need, um, in order to be comfortable with like booking a session is going to be really great. And then also, um, if you resonate with their energy, cause some people you, you talk to and you're just like, mm, I feel a little off or they may be a little pushy. I'm a very laid back person. So either if you, if you'd like to work with me, great. If you don't, and you want to work with somebody else, great. It's, it's all about your preference. And if your energy connects with that person. Yes. Oh, love that. Amazing. Well, if you are connecting with Jen's energy, definitely go, go connect with her, send her a message and Jen, thank you again so much. much. Oh, this was amazing. And everybody listening, thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, TrueVibeWellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.